Praise God. Good morning, church. Good to be together here. Amen. On this last day, last Sunday of 2023. Welcome to all of you watching us online, those of you listening to the service. And, uh, you know, in, in some industries, as well as in many boardrooms, when they come to the end of a production, to the end of a project, or to the end of a phase of a project, they say, that's a wrap, okay? That's a wrap. <laughs> and, uh, well, today is not only the last Sunday of 2023, it's the last day of 2023, which means that today we are wrapping up the year, okay? And so I think... This message today is appropriately called, That's a Wrap. <laughs> okay, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, well done, guys. You, you are listening to me, you're watching me, you're listening to this audio. That means that together with me, you've completed another trip around the sun. <laughs> All right? And, and as we've been singing, for many of us, it may not have been the easiest of years. But we have seen God's goodness. We are here. Amen? We are here. And so as we wrap up this year, I would like to, to consider, what i I like us to consider three things. Number one, challenges and faithfulness. Challenges and faithfulness. Number two, incompleteness and growth. And number three, remembering and forgetting. Now these, these, these things look like contradictions. But you're going to see, they're going to make sense, okay? So challenges and faithfulness, the challenges of the year accompanied by God's faithfulness. Incompleteness and growth. Embracing incompleteness in our lives and setting growth goals. And of course, number three, remembering and forgetting the importance and the wisdom. We need wisdom here. The importance and the wisdom to remember some things that have happened this year in our lives and the wisdom as well to forget some things. In other words, let go of some things. Listen, some things that happened in 2023 need to stay in 2023. They must not be taken with you into 2024, right? And you need the wisdom. To do that. So we're going to dive into this thing. Let's go. Number one, challenges and faithfulness. Now, you and I have reached the end of 2023, and so we know that this has not been an easy year. For some of us, it has been a bit more difficult than others. Some, it has been uh, just another year. But for some people, it has been a major year of challenges and difficult times and so on. There have been many family challenges during this year. Death of loved ones. There have been material, financial, and work-related challenges. There have been health issues to deal with. Globally, we have seen an increase in conflict in the world and among the nations. Political instability in the world. Added to the Russian war in Ukraine, the terrorist group Hamas started now a new war with Israel. And Israel is not going to give up until they feel secure again. And that has caused a whole pandemic of conflict and opinions around the world. Now, the effect of these world wars and conflicts and so on, they ripple across the world. And all the nations feel it, including us here in South Africa. We are affected by these things. Now, I do not want to sit here and dwell on all the negative stuff of the year, um, but 
you know what you have been through. What has been your battle this year? You who are listening, you who are watching online, you sitting over here, what has been your battle this year? What was your greatest pain? What was your greatest disappointment? What was your greatest loss? And we've all had some of these, one or more of these, in one degree or the other. What was yours? It's okay, and it is appropriate as we come to the end of a year, of this year. As we come to the end of the year, it's appropriate to ponder on these things. It is okay to feel the pain and embrace the pain of loss. There may have been many times this year where, where some of you may have even questioned God. God, why is this happening to me? Why me, Lord? Why, why, why? And it's amazing when we go through difficult times, very often we turn to God, either for questioning or for assistance, sometimes for both. Sometimes first we question God and then we surrender to him. Okay, God, help me anyway, you know. And, and just thank goodness that God is not like us. He doesn't get a tantrum. Huh? He doesn't get upset. He doesn't say, ah, no. He, he's so, as we've been singing, he, he's so patient. He's so faithful. You know, and we're going to be dwelling on that as well. Amen. So, as you look back of the year, however, I hope that you can also see and, and recognize and acknowledge God's presence in all those difficult times. I, I certainly can. As I look back, sometimes at the moment you don't feel it. But, but afterwards, when you look back, you realize, oh, hang on, God was there. I was not alone. He's been faithful to me. He, he took me through it. And so I hope you can acknowledge God's presence through the ups and downs of 2023. So look back. And if you're here today, you're watching, you're listening. If you're here today, it is because you made it through 2023. And the Bible says that Jesus is the one that keeps us alive. It is in him that you live and move and have our being. He keeps us breathing. And so if you're breathing, just, just, just check if you're breathing. Check if the person next to you is breathing. That means the Lord has been faithful to you and has kept you going. And we are here. Amen. Ready to start another journey around the sun. <laughs> okay. The Lord has been faithful. Amen. The Lord has sustained you. He has been with you this year. Giving you strength. Giving you comfort. And he will contain, continue to sustain and be with you through the new year. He who has been faithful to us in the past will be faithful to us in the present and in the future. Amen. The Lord is faithful and his faithfulness will continue. You know why? Because that is who he is. He is a faithful God. It is in his nature. Listen to the prophet Jeremiah as he writes in Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 and 23. Listen to this. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. Amen? Never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Now check this. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord's faithfulness is great. He is faithful. We may let each other down. 
We may be unfaithful sometimes. We may not keep our word sometimes. We, we make big promises and then we are not able to fulfill them. But God is faithful and he will always be with us. His mercies never come to an end. So as we, as we end this year and start, and let's, let's stop and reflect and acknowledge God's faithfulness to us. In all the ups and downs, in the joyful times, in the sad times, he has been faithful. Amen. And before I move to the next point, just consider this. God has been faithful to you during challenging times. May I ask you this question? Have you been faithful to God during your challenging times? Because eh? it's so easy for us as humans. When things don't go well, we cannot, we cannot drop God off the radar. We don't want to pray anymore. We don't want to go to church anymore. We don't want to serve anymore. Ah, let me first get over myself. Huh? <laughs> you know, how faithful have you remained to him during your challenging time? Are you still faithful and committed to him, to your calling, to your local church, to your testimony to him during difficult times? And listen, if you have not been, it's not too late to repent, to change your mind, and to realize that if you're here today, it's because he has been faithful to you. Amen? And so restore that relationship with God. Restore the service. Restore that connection with him. Amen? Don't let situations and circumstances steer you away from a faithful God. Allow situations and circumstances to take you to him, to attract you and draw you to him. Listen, what's the point of running away from God? <laughs> he is God. <laughs> you might as well run to him, not away from him. And allow him to restore, strengthen, and be with you. Amen? All right, point number two, incompleteness and growth. So does it make sense when I say challenges and faithfulness? Be aware of the challenges, but be aware also of God's faithfulness. Number two, amen, incompleteness and growth. Now what I mean by this point is this. Has God completed his work in your life in 2023? In other words, as we come to the end of 2023, can you look in the mirror and say, wow, I am perfect. And if you think like that, come forward. You need to cast the spirit of the seed out of you very quickly. <laughs> Amen. All right? No. Listen, I hope that as you come to the end of the year, you can acknowledge that you have grown spiritually. That you are a better disciple than you were a year ago. That you are closer to God now than you were a year ago. That something has happened inside of you. And I, I really pray that that's true. That you've learned more about the Bible, more about the Word of God, more about everything, more about yourself. You've grown. Praise God. I have grown. But I'm not perfect yet. His work in me is not complete yet. So there is incompleteness. Although a lot has been completed, a lot has been accomplished, there is still incompleteness. And that's what I mean by incompleteness in that statement. And then growth, that means that as I go into next year, I need to be open and ready to grow. I need to allow room for growth. Amen? Are you ready to grow? Are you, are you aware of this? Are you aware of your incompleteness and your need to grow? Amen. No matter how much you have grown, God is not finished with you yet. 
And I hope that as you enter 24, you enter with an open heart and an open mind to allow God's work to continue in your life. Amen. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6 says the following. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you. Eh? Who is that? The Lord. God has begun a good work in you. Jesus has begun a good work in you. You are a good work of God. Amen. But notice, he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion. God does not like to leave projects unfinished. When he begins, he takes it to the end. It may take a few days, a few months, a few years, a few decades, a few centuries, a few millenniums. I mean, how long did it take for the promise of Jesus' first advent to take place? A couple of thousand years. How long is it going to take for the promise of his second coming? It's been a couple of thousands of years, 2,000 years at least. But it's getting closer. Now, he hasn't got a thousand years to work in your life. But, but he's working your life. And it says, look, listen what it says. He has your carry on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. That means that while we are here on, the, on planet Earth, his work is continuing in our lives. When we see Jesus face to face, the work will be completed. Somehow, you'll complete his work will be, when we see him, will be as he is. Amen? But until then, God is working in us. He's working in us. He's working through us. He's working through us to help other people to, to, you know, work in other people's lives. Sometimes you work on people for the good. Sometimes you just irritate them and give them a chance to exercise some patience and forgiveness and long-suffering. But the fact is God is working in us and through us. And are we open and able to embrace that growth. I hope so. So as we go into the new year, be open, be open. Notice, it is the Lord that started the work in you, and He is the one who's going to finish. All we have to do is allow Him to do His work in us. Amen? Now, of course, He wants to change us to become more and more like Him. And it's not always comfortable. That transformation work, sometimes it's a joy, it's a pleasure. Sometimes it's not so like it. There are some lessons that it's a little bit painful to learn. And there are some lessons that are only learned through pain and through difficult circumstances. And so the Lord is more interested in your growth and maturity than in your comfort. You, you're going to have an eternity to be comfortable in his place, in his presence. But in this life, sometimes you have to grind things a little bit. However, folks, listen, it is a lot easier and less painful to grow and to learn when we do it intentionally. When you go after growth, instead of allowing growth to happen through life, you know, you bump your head. Oh, my goodness, I've got to grow. You go through, you go through a painful time. Oh, no, I better learn. I've got to get, go, get close. God, help me. Teach me something. If you intentionally set yourself up for growth, it will be less painful and it will be easier. What I mean by that? What I mean by that is this. As you, as you enter into the new year, 2024, plan for growth. Amen? Focus on seeking the Lord's guidance in 2024. 
It is so easy for us to do things our own way because we're so used to doing things our own way. And we think God is only interested in our spiritual life. He's only interested in our prayer life and in our Bible reading life. The rest of life is up to me. No, God is interested in your work, in your relationships, in your friendships, in your day-to-day decisions. He understands and He cares for you. In your studies, in your career decisions, in your relationships, in in what games you're going to play, in where you're going to go on holiday. Talk to God about these things. Seek His guidance and help and blessing. Why do we separate our lives, departmentalize? Listen, the whole of your life belongs to God. So seek Him in all areas of your life. Commit every area of your life to Him. Proverbs 16.3. Listen to this. Commit your works to the Lord. Your works. Everything you do. Everything you you put effort into. If you're putting effort, commit it to the Lord. It takes effort to cook. It takes effort to play a game. It takes effort to go to school. It takes takes effort to live. So commit your whole life to the Lord. Now that, that word commit, okay, in the, in, the, in the Hebrew, the word literally means roll over. <laughs> okay? So roll over your life to the Lord. Roll over everything you do to the Lord. Talk about it with Him. Amen? So I encourage you to commit your goals and your desires to the Lord in prayer before you go telling others, before you go proclaiming what you're going to do. Go to God first. Lord, I, I, I feel it. Lord, I want to do this. Lord, I'd like to talk to God. Go into his presence. Have a nice conversation with him. Talk about it with him. You may find that he will speak to you about changing some things. You're going to find, oh, as you talk to God, you're going to get a bit uneasy. No, this doesn't sound right. What, what about this? Ah, this feels better. All right? As you talk to God, you may find that he will open your eyes to new perspectives, things you didn't even think about. But as you talk to him in prayer, as you spend time rolling it over to the Lord and with the Lord, he will give you insights that you didn't have before. By his Holy Spirit, he's going to open your eyes. Amen. Or as you roll it over to the Lord, he might say, hey, that's good. Go for it. All right? And then you go for it. What I'm saying is this, guys. Let us commit our lives to the Lord as the word says. Commit, commit, commit. So embrace the fact that you are still incomplete. Amen? As wise as you think you are and knowledgeable as you think you are, you are still incomplete. There's room for growth. There's room for more strength, more wisdom, more obedience, more closeness to Jesus. Amen? And so, commit your work, your efforts, your plans to the Lord. And make sure that you have a plan for spiritual growth in 2024. Yes, some ideas you might include as you plan for growth in the new year. Attend church regularly. Well, I'm speaking to the converted over here. But, you know, maybe those of you listening or those of you watching or if you come across this recording, some people think attending church is an option. I do it whenever I feel like it, and you've got nothing better to do on a Sunday morning. No, no. The Lord's day is for the Lord. You start with the Lord. Amen? That is part of it. God can speak to you in this situation where he can't speak to you if you're just having breakfast with your family or playing games on a Sunday morning. Make sure 
You do what God wants you to do. Develop a daily routine of having a quiet time or devotional time with the Lord, with Bible reading and prayer. Volunteer at church so as to find or develop your gifts and skills. Attend learning opportunities like courses and small group gatherings when they are presented. Plan which books you'll read in 2024 to learn or strengthen a skill. Learn a new skill. Find a new hobby. Learn to play an instrument. Just, I'm throwing, just throwing ideas out there, okay? Invite someone who does not attend church, a church, to come to church with you. Help someone who's not a believer in Jesus to come to faith in Jesus. It's amazing how much you learn about God and about the Bible when you're talking to someone who's not a believer. They throw questions at you. They, and you got to go and find answers. you got to do it. It helps. That was one of my biggest growth curves as a young man, as, as a teenager, was talking to people about Jesus. And they had all sorts of crazy ideas. And I had to go back to my Bible and make sure I knew what I was talking about to go back and talk to them. Their doubts strengthened my faith. <laughs> okay? So help somebody. Be more outspoken about your faith in Jesus. What can you think of? That would help you grow spiritually and become more like Jesus? Eh? Think about it. What, what do you need? You know your life. So go before the Lord and say, God, give me some plans. And, give me, and, and, and put these things down and start putting time and effort into spiritual growth. Have a plan to grow spiritually. Put effort into it. And you'll see how much easier it will be and how much more you're going to grow. All right? Amen? So that's incompleteness and growth. And the last point is remembering and forgetting. Now, this sounds like a contradiction. I want you to remember and I want you to forget. Nice. <laughs> remembering and forgetting. It sounds like a contradiction, but you'll see it is not. What I mean here is that there are some things about 2023 which you should remember. And that there may be some things about 2023 that you should forget. Let me read you two verses before you go further. Isaiah 43 Verses 18 and 19. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, the beginning of the verses. Do not remember the former things. Did you get that? Do not remember the former things. Do not remember the former things. In other words, forget. Huh? Forget the former things. Nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. So God is telling you, forget. Because I'm going to do a new thing. Great. Let's move on now. Isaiah 46, verses 9 and 10. Look at that. Remember the former things. Is Isaiah confused or what? What was he drinking when he wrote this stuff, man? Huh? Remember not. Remember. <laughs> Do not remember. Remember the former things of old. For I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things that are not yet done. Saying my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. Do not remember the former things. Remember the former things of old. What is it telling us, guys? What is the Bible saying? These verses, and remember this, Isaiah is only writing what the Lord told him to write. It wasn't his idea. He was inspired by the Holy Spirit to do these things. God was there with him. So God is dictating. Isaiah is writing, and I'm sure he's wondering, make up your mind, God. But although they sound like a, a contradiction, what the Lord is saying here, that there is a time to forget things, and there is a time to remember things. 
Remember Ecclesiastes chapter 3? Eh? Where it says that there is a, a time and a season for every purpose under heaven. Time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up what is planted. Remember? You see, uh, God is a God of, of times and seasons. And we need to flow with that. We, that's why we need to be connected with Jesus. And open to the work of the Holy Spirit. That we can, we can hear and be guided by him. And, and have these ebbs and flows. And, and, and know when it's time to do this and, and time to do that. Amen. And so as you reflect on the year past and the year to come. I, I want to suggest to you that it is a time to remember. And a time to forget. Listen to this. It is time to remember. To recall. And to cherish. Okay, get that. It is time to remember, to recall, and to cherish. And it is a time to forget. What do I mean by forget? It's a time to let go, to leave behind. Amen? So to remember is to recall, to cherish, to take it with you. To forget is to let go, to leave behind, not to sit pondering over and over and over and over and take it with you into the new year. No. Amen? As I said in the first point, this has been a challenging year. There have been many ups and downs. And for some of us, it has been a year of just blurred emotions. This year has flown by. You know, it seems to me that the orbit around the sun is getting smaller every year because we seem to go faster and faster around it. And for many of us, myself included, you know, the, the times of this year, I, I just, I just, it was just a blur. It just, it was over. And crazy emotions, ups and downs. For many, 2023 has been a year of gains and losses, of victories and disappointments, of much joy and then of great sadness, of births and of deaths. And so, it is time to Remember. Remember what? Remember the good moments and the good memories. Come on. Think back. You've had good moments and good memories. Remember your loved ones. Huh? And pray for them. Remember them. Amen. Remember the, the dreams and, and desires that the Lord has laid in your heart. Maybe not all of them came to bear fruit this year, but they still there. Remember them, cherish them, and remember to commit them to the Lord. Roll them over to the Lord. Continue talking to God about them. Remember those things. Remember that God has a future for you. He loves you. And he has a plan and a future for you. He has good plans for you. In this life. I'm talking, I'm talking about eternity. I'm talking about here on planet earth. He has a good plan for you. But also remember that Jesus promised to return. Which means his plans for you cover this life. <laughs> as well as eternity. Because he wants you to be with him forever. He wants to take you around and, and show you heaven. And, and show you his creation. And, and brag about what he's done. He wants to be with you. And so his plans for you are for now and forever. What else can you think of that you should remember? Think a little bit about your life. Huh? Well, what, what gifts did you get this year? What special moments did you have this year? 
that you want to cherish, you want to remember them, you want to take like a snapshot and, and keep it in your brain. What events took place in your life that was special? Remember those things. As you come to the end of the year, as you start a new year, remember them and, and, and take them with you. Remember, recall, bring to mind and cherish those things, those moments, those memories, those people. Amen? But then it is also time to forget. It's time to forget, to let go, to leave behind. Listen, you've made mistakes. Learn from past mistakes. Learn from poor choices. And then let it go. Don't sit here beating yourself up because you made a mistake or you made poor choices. Let it go. Learn, let it go. Amen? Let go of evil and nasty things people have said about you. I'm sure some of you have had a couple of, you know, you got to know about it either directly or indirectly. Listen, let go of those things. What matters is not what people say about you, it's what God says about you. So go back to what God says about you, focus on that, and let go those things. People have hurt you and disappointed you, well, forgive and let go. Don't sit down munching over and over and full of bitterness. I just, just let go, let go. Amen? Blaming yourself for something that happened in 2023? Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. And let it go. What else can you think of that you should forget and let go? Huh? Think about it. You know your life. You know your experience. You know what 2023 has been to you. So take some time to think about your year, your experience, and figure out what you should remember and let go. After I'd finished writing this message, I came across a post from a fellow preacher from the USA, Craig Grishel, uh, with the heading, five things to let go in 2024. I thought, oh, that's nice. Five things to let go. It kind of overlaps a bit with what I've said, but here we go. Fear of the future. Don't let go of fear of the future. Amen? Jesus says, listen, don't worry about tomorrow. Amen? Just don't, don't worry. Desire to control. Oh, we like to control things. But the Bible says that God has a plan for you. So let him be in charge of the plans, not you. The pain of regret. Oh, we, we hold on to the things we regret, things we've done wrong. Bible says if you confess our sins, he's able to forgive us and redeem us from all iniquity. What about shame from your past? Let go. Because in Christ, you're a new creation. What about unforgiveness? You know, uh, Bible says be compassionate, forgiving one another. Let go of anything that is holding you back. Unforgiveness, let go. Listen, forgetting, forgiving, and letting go, you know will allow you to enter and face 2024 free from loads and burdens which are not yours. The Lord wants you to enter the new year free to enjoy a new year and do His will on earth. Amen? So don't carry stuff with you, junk with you, which is not yours to carry. Amen? And keep in mind, what verse 10 from Isaiah 46 says. Let me repeat it again. Isaiah 46, 10. Declaring the end from the beginning. The end from the beginning. Huh? Look at this. And from ancient times, the things that are not yet done. So from ancient times, God declared things that haven't even happened yet. But he says, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my Pleasure, which means that whatever God intends to happen will happen whether you like it or not. And it will happen, as we've heard before from this pulpit, in his time. You can't do anything to speed it up 
or to delay it. At the right time, when it's time, it will happen. The end. From the beginning. Listen, God knew the end of 2023 from the beginning of time. And guess what? He knows what the end of 2024 looks like. And you don't. Huh? Notice what it says. My counsel shall stand. I will do all my pleasure. That means that in spite of the craziness of the world we live in, all these wars, all these politics, all this mess and finances and corruption, all that, nothing is new to God. In the middle of all this, His purpose will remain. And if you and I remain with Him, we will be part of that purpose. Hallelujah. And I choose to be part of that purpose. I don't want to be part of this mess and get involved in the mess of the world. God's will will be done. God's kingdom shall come. It is here already. And if we allow his principles in his life to live through us, we can bring his kingdom to whatever we are. But ultimately, Jesus will return and establish his kingdom. And you're saying that's the importance of being on the Lord's side. That's the importance of committing your ways to him because then you're committing your ways to someone whose will shall be done. His counsel will stand. And if I line up my will with his will, it will stand. Things will be done. Things will be accomplished. Amen? And you and I will have the joy of being part of God's plan. Hallelujah. So the kingdom of God will prevail and his will will be done. So you see the importance of being on the Lord's side. So as we wrap up this year and we face a new one, ponder on these three points. Number one, challenges and faithfulness. Number two, incompleteness and growth. Number three, remembering and forgetting. This has been a challenging year in many ways for many people. But we have also experienced the faithfulness of the Lord in many ways, and we are grateful. So remember and think of, ponder on challenges and faithfulness. We have learned and grown a lot in the Lord in 2023, but His work in us is not finished yet. So we commit our works and plans to Him, and we are diligent in adopting a plan to continue growing in 2024 in completeness and growth. And We've had ups and downs, joys and sorrows, victories and losses in 2023. It is important to discern which things, which people, which events we must remember and learn from and be thankful for and which things, people and events we need to forgive and to forget, meaning we need to let go and put it behind you, remembering and forgetting. And so everyone here online, in, on this audio, from my family and I, to all of you here in person, to those of you watching, to those of you listening, we want to wish you that you may enjoy this last day of 2023, and may you have a happy, blessed, and prosperous new year, 2024. To all of you, a happy new year. And that's a wrap. God bless you. See you next year. Amen. Thank you, Father, for your goodness, Lord. As we think back, thank you for your goodness, for your blessings. 
And as we end up this year, Lord, we, we commit it to you, Lord. We thank you for this past year, and we commit the new year to you, Lord, for your glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen.